This is black. Once again, we travel into the abyss. And today, um, I want to talk a little bit about a, a, a construct that I've been wrestling with. And it's called subjective morality based on one's self-interest. And this is something that I've seen in the world. And this challenges the very human condition that we are trying to say we're progressing towards. Because depending on where you stand, depending on what issue you may or may not believe in, that is your position and you surround it with the moral constructs that we kind of universally have in order to justify it. Let me give you an example. Evangelicals. During uh, President Clinton's administration, of course, everyone has possibly listening to this, this talk has heard about his indiscretion with, a, with an intern. Uh, this scandal of intimacy inside the White House um, was something that when the moral conversation came up, evangelicals challenged him in, on every record and even went after him as if almost to, in denigrating him, saying, hey, look, you know, this is unacceptable. The moral position that we take is that your administration is that you and what you stand for and all these things are wrong. And it was a, it was a challenging time. And I remember that moral position. And I said, well, OK. Um, but fast forward to a President Trump administration and you have a situation where. With all the things that came out on the president, all the things that were discussed, you saw evangelicals take a different position. Based on their self-interest, actually began to even say that God sent President Trump in order to help America. I mean, it was fascinating that I saw this moral quandary um, that was being kind of processed through with this community. Um, another example, during the President uh, Bush's administration, uh, there were large cries from not only nationally but internationally to the idea that this administration, now that we have a substantial amount of information knowing that the war in Iraq was launched uh, on the premise of a lie, that, you know, there were people who, who shouted, you know, this administration, uh, the president, um, George W. Bush, Vice President Dick Cheney, Colin Powell, Dr. Condoleezza Rice, uh, Paul Wolfowitz, Donald Rumsfeld, as well as George Tennant, all are war criminals. And, and you know, yes, there is a little bit of something, just a little side note, that the United States has not submitted itself to the, the jurisdiction of the International Criminal Court. So, therefore, when it did not do this, then it, it, it doesn't see itself as being um, under the Rome Treaty uh, that was establishing a framework of the the idea of defining aggression and what these actions would entail. Uh, the United States again was 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 saying that it was it had a position that it could take in order to do this. Again, that's a side note. But when we have this discussion. 
we have these things. You fast forward to a President Obama administration and what happens is that the legal war in Libya, the the bombing or or the killing of American citizens on foreign soil, uh, drone strikes, the support of the the Saudis against the Yemenis and all these things, that same community that was very critical of President Bush, uh, a large portion of that community, I dare say the majority of that community disappeared when there was a conversation to be had around the president uh, because they supported him. And so with this idea of subjective morality based on one's self-interest, I'm sharing this thought because it, it, it hurts. And I'm going to tell you why it hurts. It hurts because how can we have a true conversation about the human condition and how to better ourselves when our moral framework can be twisted and contrived in a way to justify that which we know is only something that benefits us. And so we say, oh, well, you know, it benefits me. So therefore, I have to morally rationalize it in order for it. To order for me to be able to go forward, to order for me to be able to say that, you know, there's a right and wrong and I, I, I have this moral position and it's couched in this right and wrong and therefore it's OK. Well, again, how do we deal with other things that we know are, are problematic? How do we deal with dealing with issues of inequality? How do we deal with issues of. Of, of injustice, because it seems as if justice can be defined based on who's in the dominant position. I, I'm actually reminded, as I'm speaking, of the idea of victor's justice. I remember uh, during the Nuremberg trials, I mean, not remember, but remember reading, during the Nuremberg trials, the, the notion that uh, Gehring, uh, when he was on trial, proposed, I believe it was Gehring, proposed uh the idea of victor's justice, victors were always judged the vanquished. That he was very critical of the idea that the allied powers and the access powers both create, uh, did terrible things. And one group, because one group won and the other group didn't, that the other group is going to be subjected to criticism or, or, or punishment based on the same things that the victors did. Um, and so... Yeah, it's, it is a very complex construct. It is a very complicated idea, but it's something that we have to grapple with. I think that's that's important in order for us to move forward. I really do. I don't think you can just walk away from the notion that we have a very critical problem as human beings with the idea that if it's in my self-interest, then it's okay. Um, And until we as a community, until we as a group are willing to step back and say, no, that's not okay. That even if this is a, a, a something that, that may benefit me, I have to be objective to it. Uh, Again, I remember being in law school and, I was uh, 
in class one day, and there was this idea that the Ku Klux Klan was going to be coming and marching in the area. And some people were saying, oh, you know, this is not, you know, this is not right. You know, this is not something we should do or allow. And I was very adamant that if they get a permit and they're allowed to, you know, speak upon the things that they they believe are important. And one person challenged me on that and said, how could you say that? And I said, well, you know, I do remember that that idea that uh, a threat to justice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And that includes the notion of things that I don't like. You know, it includes that if we don't have a real sense of value that all people have the ability to sit and speak and discuss the very challenging things of what we see in our lives and how we view them in order to get to solutions or order to to be able to understand each other, then we create chaos. Um, we create discord. Um, I think, uh, what is that famous piece um, that's, it's it's in the it's in the uh, Holocaust Museum, but it's that famous thing that first they came uh, for the socialists, and uh, I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me. And there was no one left to speak for me. Now, I'm tying that into this understanding of subjective morality, because I think it I think there is a connection based on one's self-interest. I think that you you know, this famous quote um, is powerful because it symbolizes that when it's someone else. It also ties into that subjective morality saying, oh, well, you know. I didn't do it. I'm morally in the right place. I see this happening, but it's in my self-interest not to engage. Okay, fine. But as the end of that quote says, and there was no one left to speak for me, that at some point your subjective position of morality can begin to destroy you as well. We have to be more objective in our outlook and our view of who we are, of what we are doing as a people, as a human race, and how do we come together to answer the challenging questions of our time for human beings to move and evolve um, in a way in the betterment of our entire species, we have to answer the call, but we can't answer the call based on saying that at any given time, well, that moral position doesn't fit because it doesn't benefit me. This is black. <laughs>